Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I wish I had a little Rick James to go ahead and uh, 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 queue up tonight, but it's a celebration. The Bucks are the 2020-2021 NBA champions. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, coming through as usual. Not for a long time, but damn it, for a good time. I got, I had to. This had to be done. Um, the Bucks win in six games. Me, myself, I said the Bucks will win in seven. They did me one bet and said, hell, big guy, don't worry about it. We're going to take care of this in six. And they did just that. I, I, I just, I was happy last night to see it. You know, you, you you get happy when you see good teams win. Whether it was the Bucks, whether it was the Suns, a good team was going to win. Uh, but let me start with the Suns first before I laud praise on the Bucks. The Suns deserve the utmost respect and props for everything that they've done this season. Everything. They went 9-0 in the bubble last year. We knew they were going to be a problem. We didn't know they were going to be this much of a problem to make it all the way to the NBA Finals. Um, I said it on Twitter last night. After this series is over, I don't want to hear any Chris Paul slander because everybody's like, oh, Chris Paul got to hold this L. Chris Paul, the biggest choker of all time. You people are fickle because just two weeks ago, you were on Chris Paul's balls calling him a top five point guard of all time but you know it was contingent his position was contingent on winning an nba championship an nba championship is not validation okay if you are a true basketball fan an nba championship is not validation because if, if that's the case uh championships wouldn't matter if jerry west wouldn't be the logo He's one and eight in NBA finals, but y'all give LeBron hell because he's four and six. John Stockton, 0 and two in the finals. And he's left off greatest point guard list for top five all time. He's left off of almost everybody's list. When in actuality, he should be number two. Number one, number two, depends on what day of the week it is. But he should be no lower than two on all-time point guard list. We're talking point guards, okay? Chris Paul is a top 15, and he's not even barely a top 15. I think I got Chris Paul at number 11, if not number 10 for uh, all-time point guard. So I'll say top 10, top 15 all-time right now without a ring. So the Chris Paul slander has to stop. You don't slander a guy like Chris Paul because he loses. It's not necessary. Chris Paul is a a consummate pro. He's 36. He says he's going back into the lab. Ain't no way he's retiring. I'm all here for it. Maybe, just maybe, Chris Paul can finally get to the Lakers where he should have been years ago if David Stern went to block that trade. 
But even if Chris Paul decides to re-up with uh, Phoenix, I think they can go back-to-back as Western Conference champs. I really do. They have a, a pretty good team. Need a little help off the off the bench, but they got a pretty good team. And last night, Jay Crowder gave you 15 and 13. Uh, Bridges gave you 7 and 6, 8 and 12 and 6. Booker, 19, 5 and 3. Chris Paul, 26, 5 and 2. Uh, Cameron Payne came through with 10. After that, 6 from Kaminsky. Uh, Johnson gave you 3. And Craig gave you none, but Craig's still gonna get a a, a ring because he played for both teams. So he's he's got a ring already. So uh on the other side, you know, I, I wanted to talk about the Suns and big ups to the Suns. Big ups to the Suns. There should be no slander. They shouldn't bow their heads and and feel bad. Nah, you made a run that nobody thought you were gonna make. Bring this team back next year and get them some more firepower, and we're talking about a different series, okay? The Suns are a talented team. They have a veteran point guard in Chris Paul. They got a leader out there who can get it done in Booker. This team is not, you know, you don't just blow this team up. You try to keep all these pieces together and roll with it. Just get better. I don't, like I said before, I don't want to hit a Chris Paul slander. I'm shutting that down on the internet. You're not going to get on Rihanna's uh, glorious internet and and, and and say that Chris Paul's a, a choke artist. Not going to allow anybody to say that. When just two weeks ago you were calling him top five point guard. No. Not going to allow anybody to say it. Not going to happen. Chris Paul is an all-time legend. Chris Paul is a point god. He is in that realm, okay? So, big ups to him, big ups to... So, on the other side, the Bucks closed this out in six, went four straight. Everybody was making jokes, said... uh Ever since Giannis broke out the black Air Force Ones, the Bucks ain't lose a game. He was sending a message. You know, you wear the black Air Force Ones, you about to run up in somebody's house and take something. And he pretty much ran up in the house and took it. When they stole a game in Phoenix, game uh, five in Phoenix, I said this might not even go seven because they stole a game. Phoenix would have to come back in game six and steal a game to, you know, get the, the, the scale back balance. Giannis said, I ain't having that. He dropped a 50-piece last night, 50 points, 14 rebounds in 42 minutes of play. Chris Middleton, 17-5-5. Drew Holiday, 12-11-9. He almost had a triple-double. Brooke Lopez, 10-8. Bobby Portis. Bobby freaking Portis. I'm sorry. My tweet last night was Bobby motherfucking Portis. 16-3. Timely bucket after timely bucket. Bobby motherfucking Portis. Junie uh, uh, sent a text to the sideline junkies group chat. He said, didn't Bobby Portis play in here in D.C.? How we let him go? Bob, that's not the Bobby Portis y'all let go in D.C. <laughs> not at all. That's not. No, that's not. 
the Bobby Porters that was in D.C. Not not one bit. That wasn't even the Bobby Porters that played in Chicago. That's a new Bobby Porters. I don't know. They they must have did something, got a discount, double check or something. That that Bobby Porters right there was balling. He was rolling. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, your final, your Bill Russell, finals MVP. I was uh hoping to see. The, the 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 big man on uh the podium last night but due to covid of course uh bill russell couldn't make it out there i was hoping to see him uh it was great during this series we seen kareem abdul jabbar and uh oscar robertson at the games i'm hoping they were there last night 50 years in between championships and those two men brought them their first championship in their third year of existence now here they are 53 years deep into their existence and they got another one brought to them by two men chris middleton Giannis antetokounmpo both came in uh 2003 i'm sorry 2013 and stayed and won a championship organically like that's one that's the feel good story right there that is that's what makes you feel good about this now if the the sons would have won it would have still been a feel-good story because of what they went through. What, eight years without making the playoffs? Worst record in the league at one point. And then they have the bubble last year. They blow people out the water. Nine straight games. Win. In the bubble. And they didn't make the playoffs. And then you come back this year and you shock the world. It was a feel-good story. This is one of the best finals as a whole we've seen in quite some time and this Giannis performance in game six was I, I think arguably a top five NBA finals performance I think it ranks up there with the flu slash food poisoning game Jordan had in Utah it ranks up there with uh Isaiah Thomas scoring what was it 27 points on a sprained ankle in the fourth quarter. Uh, it ranks up there with uh, Magic Johnson recording a triple-double as a rookie in a closeout game in 79, 80. You know, it it ranks, this is, he put a 50-piece, a double-double, 50 and 14. And I've watched Giannis pretty much most of his career, been a fan of his for a while. And to watch him handle the rock the way he did, you know, and he he was just going to work and doing it. And I, I'm just like, man, I was so happy for him. And to watch his live the other uh, last night with uh him talking to his brother, he's like, give me a cigar. His brother, his brother said, no, don't give him no cigar. Don't give him no cigar. He was absolutely happy. And then to see the live this morning where he went through Chick-fil-A's uh, drive through line. And he ordered a 50-piece. He gave him a 50-piece last night. It's a new day. He gave him a 50-piece again today. So I, I, big ups to Giannis, uh, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, P.J. Tucker, Bobby Portis, Jeff T., Pat Connington, even Budenholzer, who I called for his head early in the playoffs. 
because of his defensive strategy. I said that was some of the worst defensive coaching I've ever seen in my life. And I said he should be fired over it. Somebody said last night he still should get fired after winning a championship, but I'm not going to comment on that. But I, I, I looked at Budenholz and I was like, yeah, he got to go. But he came out on top. He's a world champion. He's a freaking world champion. So much respect, much love to the Milwaukee Bucks, your 2020-21 NBA champions. Now, I know the, 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 the finals just ended not even 24 hours ago. Here's the question. Can they repeat? Can they repeat? And I believe the boss BJ asked that question last night. Can the Bucks repeat? It may have been BJ or was it, it, it may have been Delonte. I can't remember. I was reading so many tweets last night. But I, I know it was it was one of our guys. And ask the question, can they repeat? I think tomorrow, that's what I'll break down tomorrow. We'll look over some contracts and see who's becoming a free agent and things. And we'll we'll, we'll see. But I'm not going to just say, you know, hey, yeah, they can repeat because you still have to worry about the Nets who may just need an offseason to jail uh, to get themselves together, get healthy, and they can run the 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 the, the East. Uh, you also got to worry about what moves the Sixers are going to make if Boston can retool, maybe just maybe with the hiring of a new coach, which I'll get into in a minute. Uh, can the Wizards finally take their place in the top four of the East with that talented backcourt that they have and the talented team that they have that's young? But I'm not going to get too deep in that just yet. Um, you know, it's a lot of ifs. And then on the West side, can the Suns run it back and make it out the West again? Uh, BJ brung up a, a brilliant point uh, a little while ago when we were talking. And he said, uh, you know, Jamal Murray was hurt. Denver wouldn't have lost if they had Jamal Murray. I tend to agree with you there, boss. Then on top of that, you still got to worry about Portland. New coach, uh, new system. Dame's still there. Far as we're, we know, Dame is going to be there. Uh, you still got to worry about the Lakers, who are allegedly – looking for a veteran point guard and Chris Paul is one of their choosing on the list that that that'd be crazy you know Chris Paul going to the Lakers free of charge free agency uh, I'm not sure what Chris Paul's contract is looking like I got that I'll get into that tomorrow too but think about this what if the whole banana boat crew get together now you can't get Wade Wade's owner in Utah but now what if Melo goes to L.A. with Chris Paul and Melo is that spark off the bench and he's he, he's your. He, he's this generation's Vinny, the microwave Johnson. You see what I'm saying? Think about that. Just, just think about that for a minute. He's your Vinny, the microwave Johnson off the bench. He's, he can give you 25. Now, you know, for a fact, Melo can heat up quick. As long as he ain't got to play no defense. He can heat up quick. But imagine that. In a Lakers uniform, you got Braun, you got uh, AD. They doing the hard work. You got Chris Paul doing his thing, right? And then Melo coming off the bench. You think, oh man, all right, Braun's going out. 
or AD's going out, all right, we're going to be okay. And then Melo coming in, just drop 30 on you, be like, all right. He, he pulled a Gus Johnson uh, when he came into the, uh, the Merlin gym back in the 70s with a flight suit on and dropped 54 at ha- at, at, and walked out. He came in at halftime, dropped 54 and, and walked out. After he dropped the 54. Imagine Melo doing that in a Lakers uniform. Just imagine for a little bit. So, you know, it's hard to say if Phoenix can run it back, if the Bucs can run it back. It's hard to say because we don't know what moves are going to be made. But, damn it, we're going to keep an eye on it. We are going to keep an eye on it. I just I, – I can't – I can't wait. I mean, maybe – just maybe my Bulls can pull themselves out of the the, 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 the tar pit that is the seller of the NBA – and take the talent that we have with Lori, with Zach Levine, and put something together uh, with Vucevic, and put something together and move, man. Think about this. And I always say this. It's crazy, but I always say this. And this is going to bring me to my next point. Every time, nine times ten, every time you see a team win a championship in the NBA, Nine times out of ten, it's a player on that team that has some sort of ties to the Washington Wizards. Bobby Portis was that tie last night. And the Washington Wizards have signed a new coach who I, I feel double vindicated this week because I say West Unsell Jr. will be your, your head coach. I said if they don't get Becky Hammond, it's going to be West Unsell Jr. Who did they pick? West Unsell Jr. Legacy pick. I think he got the job not only because of his talent, but because of his name. And he is a talented coach, but he got it because of his name. Now, here's the thing. If he produces one winning season, one winning season as a head coach, and I'm talking about if he goes in the first round and gets obliterated four straight games, his coaching legacy in Washington is better than his dad's. Wes Unsell was a great player a great player and you have to really numbers don't tell how great of a player west unsell was you know his numbers are very very low but he was a undersized powerful who could throw an outlet pass chest pass the length of a basketball court west unsell was a dominant player mvp and rookie of the year in the same uh year finals mvp world champion right as a coach and an executive as much as we love west and dc west left a lot to be desired you had jeff malone you had bernard king john hot plate williams then you come into the 90s as an executive you had rasheed wallace jawan howard and chris weber all at the same time you had a pretty good team under Bernie Bickerstaff in, what was that, 97? And you had Rod Strickland, Tracy Murray, Chris Webber, Jawan Howard, uh, George Mirasan. You know, that last year as the Bullets was a last, you know, pretty decent thing. They made the playoffs the last day of the season beating Cleveland. I remember watching that game. Only to be the sacrificial lamb to the Chicago Bulls. You had Calvert Chaney. You you know, you had talent to come through here, but it never produced anything. Never produced anything. 
Now, as much as we, like I said, much as Wes Unseld is loved as a player, he's loathed as a head coach and an executive because he didn't produce wins. He didn't produce playoff runs. Wes Unseld Jr. has a chance to shake that off of the family name if he does well here. And I'm, when I say well, I mean, you know, we, we talk about playoff runs and BJ says it all the time. You can't get happy about making the playoffs and losing in the first round, not even the second round with all the talent that you have. If this team is not perennially in the Eastern Conference Finals, at least three out of the next four years, it's a failure. It's a failure. And this is coming uh, This is coming from me. As a Bulls fan, I watch my team make the Eastern Conference Finals three years in a row. And no, two years in a row. We were the number one team, and one year we didn't make the Eastern Conference Finals. We, we lost in the second round to Miami. Then we played Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals two years in a row and lost in six. That's some heartbreaking. Mm. I'm still bitter about those losses because I, I felt we had to play Miami and we also had to play the referees. But I want to see something better than that from the Wizards because this this franchise, this this fan base that I'm a supporter of is long suffering. And if an unsailed at the helm can bring it back to the glory days of the 60s and the 70s. I'm all here for it. Because the 80s were lean years. The 90s. Exciting, but not great. You know, they, those are kind of lean too. the 2000s, you know, Jordan coming back. Oh, one and oh, two. Uh, yeah, but no playoff run. When the big three came, Gil, Antoine, Karan. Yes, yes, this was exciting. And it started a little rivalry with my Bulls. That's what I loved. I loved that time. If, if, if we can get back to that, but instead of that rivalry happening with the Bulls, with uh, 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 Boston, a rivalry renewed with Boston, instead of it happening in the first round, Let's see it happen in the conference finals. Because to be quite honest, Miami and Boston are old severe ass whoopings from the Washington Wizards. And I, I'm hoping like hell, Wes Unsell Jr. can get them to that point where they can meet Miami, they can meet Boston, they can meet Philadelphia, they can meet the Nets. And they can stand up and they can look that gorilla in the face and punch that gorilla right in the damn mouth. Shock the world. Only way you can beat a gorilla, you got to punch him in the mouth first. Punch him in the mouth and then go for it. Hopefully this draft turns out to be pretty damn good. And they, they don't pick a foreign player that's unproven. They didn't do that last year. The, the, uh, the guy... Uh, uh, Denny, if he wouldn't have hurt his foot, he was balling. He had he really got acclimated to the to the game and the speed of it. He was balling. He's going to come back. He's going to be something to be feared. I like him.
I like Hachimura. Of course, you know I love Beal and Westbrook. You got to keep them two together. Thomas Bryant will be back next year, if I'm not mistaken. You got guys coming back. You got guys under contract coming back. Add some pieces. When free agency opens, add some pieces. You need some. You need a big man that's young enough, can rebound and score. Alex Lynn, serviceable. Not the answer. Uh, Robin Lopez. Pretty good, serviceable, but not the answer here in Washington. You need a young guy. You need a young bull. That's where it's at. You know, let them young bulls run. I got high hopes for this Washington franchise under Wes Unsell Jr. I, I feel great about the pick because it was my pick. I feel like I had a a, 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 a piece in it. I feel like uh, Ted Leons is in the brain trust. We're listening to sideline junkies and listen to us debate about it. And I think they listen to us just like the Washington football team listened to us, just like Vince McMahon of WWE listened to us and uh, uh, Cody Rose of AEW. Cause I know all of them listen to the show because I see our ideas. What we kick around here come to fruition on the, the, uh, the, um, the TV screen. So I see that. But uh I I just um I'm just I got high high hopes. High hopes for this Washington franchise under West Unsell Jr. Uh not gonna give out a number because I've been giving out numbers uh all year. Well, since we've been doing this podcast, I've been saying this is a 50, 55 win team. And they've let me down every time. I owe BJ so many daggone uh, lunches and dinners off of that prediction. It, it, I, I done lost count, man. He probably can eat off of me and never had to touch his his credit card for a week. You know? So I'm not going to throw out a number, but I got high hopes for this Washington franchise. So. Now, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday was not only a celebration for the Bucks. My family celebrated my daughter's ninth birthday. I know it's your ninth birthday. So she wanted to say a little something to everybody listening. And, you know, just to celebrate her birthday because she's still celebrating the day, burning up my pockets. But go ahead, babe. What you got to say? Hello, everyone. It's my first time being on my father's podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. Love you. <laughs> and Uncle Junie and Uncle BJ say happy birthday. So she done ran off now and she didn't went to the Lego store and got herself a Lego set. So I got Legos all over the place. Oh, my goodness. The joys, and then here's the best part about it, ladies and gentlemen. I get to do it again two weeks later. Two weeks from yesterday is, if I'm not mistaken, that's the second. That's my youngest son, Xavier's birthday. He turns 13, so I get to do it all over again in two weeks. Have kids, why don't you? It ain't for the week, as David Arnold would say. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Junie, BJ, in the text window. Thank you, fellas. Uh, Delonte, Jim on special assignment. Of course, 
I'll be back tomorrow night. See if I can round up the guys so we can talk some some offseason NBA. We talk some offseason NFL. Uh, see what we, we, we can come up with because I know we got a lot. Um, then, of course, Saturday you have the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs with the Nubian Sumo James, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, and, of course, yours truly, the big guy, KG. And then Sunday, I've been told by a source that our Olympic correspondent, Lady C, will be joining us Sunday for an Olympic talk because she got something that she want to get off her chest. And I told her, I said, you know, you done carved out a little home here. Faithful listener. Very good with uh, uh, the facts. So the floor will be hers on Sunday. She got something that she want to say. So got to let that be known. Uh, oh, Junior, you talking about Valentine. You talk, yeah, Valentine. What's his name? Uh, uh, Denzel Valentine. That's the guy y'all got from us that straight balled out uh went after the trade. No, not not Valentine. Guy from the Bulls. Who y'all get from us that didn't? Let me see something. Hold on, Junie. Junie asked me a question. Uh the, the guy named from the Chicago Bulls plays center for the Wizards. Uh, who we got here? Uh, let me, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Where's kids? What you got here? Boom, 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 boom. Uh, who you got? Who you got? Daniel Gafford. I'm sorry. It's not Valentine's Gafford, Gafford, Gafford. That's who you talking about. You talking about Gafford. If Gafford can ball out and they can keep Gafford, I'm not sure what his contract is looking like. But if they can keep Gafford, this is the place for him. Because he didn't play like the, the way Gafford played in D.C. He didn't play like that in Chicago. He didn't play. He wasn't playing like that. He plays like a man possessed. I I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, Looking at the Wizards roster. To be quite honest, they're not really going to lose anybody. I mean, I, would you sign? Are you pressed to sign back uh, Ish Smith and uh, Neto? Those are the two that I, I think might hurt because Neto's great. Uh, that Neto and Smith are, are great as backup point guards. I'm not worried about losing Alex Landon, Robin Lopez. You need seven footers that's going to not be, you know, the 10 man, you know, just limited movement. So, but we're going to look at all of that. We got, we got to look at all of that and we got to look at some contracts and everything, all of that. So that'll be tomorrow on a Thursday night throwdown. And you're getting a double dose of the sideline junkies in two days. So once again, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks on winning their second championship um, first in 50 years, but, Congratulations to finals MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. But also congratulations on a hell of a season to Monty Williams and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I'm hoping that they can keep that team together, but we'll talk about that and see if they can repeat as Western Conference champions. Also, if uh, Milwaukee can repeat as NBA champions, we can we can check that out too. So until tomorrow... I'm the big guy, KG. 
thank you to everyone that showed up in the text window. Uh, everyone that popped in to listen. Thank you. Thank you for listening on the playback. I don't do no overtime. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.